This is a special interview produced for download by Aspermont Media. I'm Paul Hunt. In this issue, we focus on Canadian-based Saturn Oil and Gas, an onshore oil producer in the province of Saskatchewan. Dual-listed Saturn trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange Venture under the ticker SOIL, soil, and also on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange as SMK. The companies boasted a remarkable 2021 so far. The big highlight was an acquisition which drove an incredible 2,000% increase in oil production. With steady cash flow, the company's looking to new areas of growth, as you would. To tell me more about this is Saturn Oil & Gas Chief Executive John Jeffrey. John, welcome to the program. Thanks, Paul. Happy to be here. Uh, your company completed uh, a huge acquisition this year, the Oxbow asset. That's transformed the company from being well, what was quite a small producer to one of the largest uh, independent producers in Saskatchewan. Uh, John, tell me a little bit about the acquisition and how it changed Saturn. So Saturn had a proven track record of developing lands that other people had overlooked. But prior to this, we've never purchased land with production or with reserve booked on it. So we've relied on our outstanding technical team led by Justin Kaufman to create value where others have missed it. This acquisition gives Saturn a large stable production base and will serve as our cash cow to further our exploration efforts throughout Saskatchewan. We're tremendously excited to own this vast land position in the Southeast. Aside from the attractive acquisition metrics at only 14,000 of flowing, the asset has exceeding upside in both primary and secondary reserve potential. With the current oil price, we're able to repay all of our outstanding debts in the next three years while growing production. This has, has been such a game changer for us, and that's why we're so excited to be here to get this acquisition and, and be talking with you today. John, so I calculate that you bought oil reserves at $2 uh, per barrel and production for under 1.5 times cash flow, if I'm right. Now, that's not normal acquisition metrics. Why was this deal so inexpensive? Yeah, in a word, timing. Uh, when we entered negotiations last fall, oil was hovering around $40 a barrel after one of the worst declines our industry has seen. We were lucky to get the deal priced in at that time and to have the strong rally that we did uh, going into closing. When we went to put our hedging in place, oil was, was around the mid 60s. And at the time of uh, at the time of close, it meant the net price we paid was just over, like you said, 1.5 times cash flow, which is an exceptional metric. That's a fairly big acquisition, uh, Oxbow, for such a small company. How did you make it happen? Well, we got really lucky. We were able to raise over 120 million in capital. At the time, our market cap was around $30 million. So it was a stretch for us. Uh, we're lucky to be partnered with such strong debt partners that could see the value in the cash flow and could see the upside. And then, you know, we're, we're quite lucky to be partnered with such loyal shareholders who trusted us to execute on it. Um, you know, with that, in addition to some of the uh, institutional partners that that we're that new new to the fold for Saturn, um, we're really lucky to have to have that capital uh, where lots of other people in the space just haven't had access to it. My guest is the CEO of Saturn Oil and Gas, uh, John Jeffrey. John, ninety five percent of Saturn's production is oil. Why is that the company's focus? North America has been oversupplied with natural gas for over a decade, and that has offered challenging economics for all but the largest gas producers. With few overseas export opportunities, we thought it'd be prudent to remain focused on what we know best, which is oil. 
with more egress options coming on each year. For example, Enbridge Line 3 is coming on in the next couple of weeks. Trans Mountain's coming on next year. Alberta has greatly increased its rail terminal upgrade, uh, rail terminal takeaway. We're, we're just seeing takeaway capacity at its highest levels in Canadian history. We think the economics are far better off uh, focused on oil. And, and at the end of the day, it's it's exactly in our wheelhouse and expertise. So looking forward then, what's next for Saturn? Well, the biggest impact that uh, came as a result of the Ox- Oxbow acquisition is that Saturn now has long-term steady cash flow. And we're able to redeploy that cash flow to increase shareholder value. Immediately, we're focused on um, increasing shareholder value by retiring debt. Although we have a top-tier debt-to-cash-flow ratio, we understand that price volatility catches even the healthiest producers off guard, and we want to protect against that. The best way to do that is with a diligent balance sheet management. That being said, we're always thinking about the future, and we have a capital program that allows for growth as well. So we hope to be in a position later this fall to give full year guidance for 2022. And I think our investors will be pleased with the balanced approach we are taking. Our, our target is to exit next year with over 8,000 BOE while having over 50% of our debt retired by then. Why, why the focus and importance on, on debt repayment? Well, a core part of our growth strategy is to acquire additional producing properties within our footprint. Um, we have achieved a strategic advantage by acquiring such a large asset base We have facilities, pipeline, infrastructure, and the internal expertise um, to carry that out. So by adding more assets, it just increases the net net back we're seeing in the field. Um, By reducing debt levels over time, it'll increase our capacity to make strategic acquisitions as they present. What do you expect the next acquisition to, to look like? Well, the thing with you know Western Canada right now is there really is a lack of capital coming into the space. So we've seen a lot of smaller producers get themselves in trouble in the last few in the last few years with the volatility in the differential and with the oil. So there are a number of smaller producers that are either backed by private equity or just don't have the access to capital to grow. A lot of these guys are taking this uptick as an opportunity um, just to cash out. So we are looking in the southeast. We are looking in the Viking. Um, you know, we, we are actually looking at a number of acquisitions right now. So it'd have to be something in, in our wheelhouse, which is our, our technical expertise. Um, and it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be accretive to our shareholders at the end of the day. Um, you know, obviously with our focus on, on debt repayment and, uh, and the technical skills that we do have, that does open the doors for a lot of, a lot of different targets. Um, but, you know, we are going to be focused and, and maintaining that balance sheet discipline. The Oxbow assets, um, that would be considered a mature asset. How how does that impact how you operate these fields? Well, one of the upside that comes with that is, is that we have one of the lowest decline rates of 12%. But even with that, there's still tens of millions of barrels left to be produced. And with advancements that we're seeing in secondary and tertiary recovery, um, with water flooding and CO2 flooding, our reserves are likely to grow over time. Now, the, the, on the flip side of that, in it being such a vast, well-developed field, we do have asset retirement obligations to deal with. Um, and one of the upsides that uh, that we have at our advantage right now is that as a stands today, we have over $15 million um, from federal grant money for retirement, in addition to our $21 million deposit with the Saskatchewan government. So for that right now, you know, we have well over $30 million that we get to deploy towards retiring uh, retiring um, old and obsolete wells, in addition to recompleting those 
ones. We have over a third of them earmarked to be recompleted. So we think we'll be in a very healthy position uh, going into next year uh, with an increase in production and, and a lot of capital focused on retiring those uh, asset uh, obligations. How is Saturn managing, um, I guess, such rapid growth from the Oxbow acquisition? You know, one of the best assets that we got with this, it isn't the pipelines, it isn't the land, it isn't the production, it's the team that came with it. Um, you know, we're very lucky and very fortunate to have such a strong team in the Southeast, led, led by Brad Caldwell and his staff. So we were able to retain all that talent. And this is a team that has worked these assets for many, many years. They're very familiar with, with the area, with the vendors, with everyone down there. So, so by, you know, maintaining all of that knowledge and skill set in that team that does operate the field, uh, you know, that, that has been one of the biggest keys to our success. And that will be something we continue to leverage moving forward. John, uh, any final comments? What's your outlook? Well, you know, while our near-term goal is to reduce debt levels uh, while growing production base, ultimately we intend to become a significant Canadian energy producer, but we can't lose focus on our responsibility to our ESG commitments. Saturn does aspire to be a leading example of what it means to be a responsible corporate citizen. This is embracing the Canadian values of human rights and equalities and dealing with our stakeholders and employees. The world needs Canadian oil and Saturn's goal is to deliver it in what we consider the most ethically manner possible. John, we're going to have to leave it there, but thanks for your time. Thank you. John Jeffrey is the CEO of Saturn Oil and Gas, and you can follow all the exciting developments of Saturn at saturnoil.com. This podcast was produced by Aspermont Media. (laughs) 